Chapter 7 Contemplation It took fourteen and a half standard days for the severity of Ben's situation to completely occur to him. When it did, he reverted to habit. Where did you learn that? Ben, who'd spent the past two hours with his eyes closed and mind afar, far away in the dunes of Tatooine, stumbled out of his kata with a jerk. He turned to face May's window, who looked apologetic. I'm sorry, I assumed you knew. Ben glanced around the small private arena he'd claimed for the morning. No, I must have missed you. He deactivated his lightsaber, which drew Mace's eye. It's a fine blade. Andigan, isn't it? Ben allowed himself a flutter of pride. Pontite. Mace's eyebrows shot up in surprise. He glanced at the saber in Ben's hand. May I? Ben offered the hilt, and Master Window took it and turned it over in his hands. Looks far more fit when it's clean, he said, running experienced hands over the worn hand grip, the scratches, and the scuffs that remained. Still looks like it's been through at least seven of the nine hells, he said. Ben gave a partial smile. Sand will do that. Sand? Mace looked up, curious. Ben's smile faltered. Mace handed the saber back to its owner and folded his hands in opposite sleeves. Master Yoda has kept me from asking this, but the rest of the council is growing restless. As am I. Ben braced himself, dampening down his emotions by force, because he could not begin a new kata. So, Master Kenobi, May stepped forward and gave him a steady, searching look. What happened? Why are you here? The question he'd been asking himself since the day he'd arrived. The question he'd been avoiding answering for as long as he could find chores to keep himself occupied. But now it was there, shoved in his face by the Force, and rubbed in further by the Master of the Order. The latter, of course, was far more interrogative. I don't know, Ben said, feeling the weight of star systems on his chest. I'm sorry. He lowered himself to the floor and sat with a slouched, tired back. After a moment's thought, Mace came to sit beside him. You don't know... Oh, you don't want to tell me, he pressed. Ben considered this. Did he know why he was here? There was the obvious answer, but surely that was too... good, too blessed for the likes of Ben Kenobi. Desert hermits with the blood of the galaxy on their hands weren't redeemers. Decrepit war generals who'd killed their kin didn't deserve second chances. Yet, of all people, from all times, here he was. His core trembled at the thought. I don't... Ben struggled to speak. I can't, he said. To Mace or the Force, he wasn't sure. Master Window sighed quietly. The Force itself sent you here, Master Kenobi. As unprecedented as it is, it must be for an important reason. Change the past, change the future, scrub the blood of a thousand worlds off his hands, stop the Sith, avert war, bring balance... It rose like a chant from the depth of his soul, and he tamped it back down. I'm not fit for it, he whispered. Mace watched him, sensing his confusion and fear, and saying nothing about it. Fit or not, the Force chose you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. They were in private, so the name only drove his point home. That cannot be a mistake. Ben took a deep breath and released it shakily. But could it not? After a lengthy pause, Mace realized he was making no headway. He stood and stepped towards the door. When you're ready to reveal why you're here, what you're avoiding, and where on earth you learned those katas, the council will be waiting. 
the master of the order left Ben Kenobi to ruminate alone. The force was lighting an uncomfortable fire in him, kicking at an old heart that had known too much loss to keep itself beating properly. But surrender to loss was not the Jedi way. So, with a heave of pure will and no spirit to speak of, Ben stood and pulled the hood of his cloak over his head. He left the dojo and made his way down half-familiar paths, seeking somewhere where he could quietly burn. The temple rooftop gardens were a place for tranquil walks, horticultural lessons, quiet conversation and the occasional procession of younglings on an afternoon outing. They were not, as a general rule, a place where you could toss off your boots, belt and tabards and lie back on the grass wherever you pleased. Ben Kenobi had learned to give up general rules decades ago. Cavalier, have you grown in your age? Yoder's gimmer stick tapped on the marble path until he met the grass. Ben could hear the short robes plucking the blades of grass until a small shadow fell over his face. Received many complaints, I have. Ben, uncombed hair fallen back over his forehead, arms folded across his unadorned tunics, knees bent and bare feet dug luxuriously into the grass, did not open his eyes. I cannot apologize for the undue prejudice of others, master. In bare tunics, you are. Indeed I am. Uncivilized, this is. From a certain point of view. In the gardens, you are. Yes. A place for lazing? They have never been. Haven't they? Ben wriggled into a spot more firmly. Yuda chuckled in amusement. With a few soft grunts, he set down his skimmer stick and crossed his short legs on the ground near Ben's head. Wonderful the mind of a child is, he teased. Wonderful the joints of a young man are, Ben shot back playfully. I haven't been able to focus over the sound of my knees in years. Oh? Yoda asked, curiosity piqued. Ben finally opened his eyes. Shisk! He'd forgotten again. He glanced up at Yoda, whose consistency made it so easy to forget the year. He felt his face turn pink. Yes, quite a few, actually. Hmm, was all Yoda said. He propped his cane up under his chin and surveyed the surroundings. Wind chimes, ancient trees, exotic gardens, shining marble. Beyond the protective transparasteel roof, blurred lines of speeders inched across the skies like metal ants. Different you are than the Kenobi I know. Many years of growth, maturity you have. Bemoan all joints, you should not. Wisdom I sense in you. Much more valuable than gross matter, this is. The compliment was humbling. Ben had never thought he'd hear it. The glow of praise faltered somewhat when the Green Master chortled in that mischievous way of his and added, Unorthodox wisdom. Qui-Gon's wisdom. Hmm? He poked Ben's shoulder with a stick. Ruin you, my grandpapa one finally did. Ben smiled, but it was bittersweet. He said, Not quite as such. Qui-Gon's wisdom isn't the sort to take root right away. It has to ferment for a time. A long time. Twenty-some-odd years, in fact. The living force is like fine wine, Ben waxed nostalgic. Yoda nodded sagely. And those who imbibe, drunk on it may become. It sounded like warning to Ben, but the Grandmaster smiled and teased. Explain many things, this does. Ben burst out laughing at that, remembering Qui-Gon's horrible reputation in the eyes of the Council. But balanced it has made you, young Kenobi. Always too sober you were. Obi-Wan stole a frowning glance at him then, the recurrent furrow reappearing on his brow. Brood, you do. Perhaps lazing good for you will be. 
Obi-Wan chuckled lightly and let his head fall back against the grass, eyes drifting shut once more. He'd been up here for at least an hour, maybe two, or more, he couldn't recall. He'd been adrift in the moment to avoid his anxieties. Wasn't that what Qui-Gon had always taught him? The unifying force and the living force, Yoda mused out loud while Obi-Wan dozed. Not separate, are they? Connected? Parallel? Green ears shone pink in the lower sunlight when he turned to look at his time-traveling friend. Learned this? You have? Yes, Master. Hmm. Struggle to grasp it, even I do, Master Kenobi, Yoda admitted. Ben could not have been more startled and now set up fully to face the ancient Jedi. Yoda chuckled at his must expression. Surprised you should not be. Died? You did. Died? I have not. Teach me a few things. I am sure you could. Ben was close to sputtering. Master Yoda, I am not wiser than you. To even contemplate it was heresy. Wiser than Master Yoda? Impossible. For all that he'd done? For all that he hadn't done? What wisdom was there to be gained in that? We measure not wisdom in quantity, Padawan. One halo lamp may yet better illuminate an ancient hall of candles. Wiser than me? Perhaps not. But wiser and wise, I am not, you are. Their eyes met, and Ben could not contradict what he said. He'd seen the future, after all. He'd fought more Sith than any Jedi he'd known in his past life, to say nothing of those in the present, uh, past, day. He'd been the first true hermit of the Jedi Order in centuries. He'd trained the Chosen One. He'd fought the Chosen One. He'd died. He'd come back. And through it, he'd been given a gift. Wisdom isn't what you would call it, but if not that, then what? Chosen you, the Force has. Inside, it has given you wisdom, time. Abuse not those gifts, Master Kenobi. Dead, you are not. Alone, you are not. The will of the Force must we follow, and share this task you must. He let that sink in. Ben's brows drew up in a frown once more, microscopic tissue fibers reiterating their well-worn parts, wearing the creases in his skin nanometers deeper than they had been moments ago. Yoda smacked him with a skimmer stick as he stood to his clawed feet. Ugh. Ben couldn't keep the surprised cry from escaping. He rubbed at his arm, unsure of his trespass. Brood, you will not, Yoda scolded, grunting as his joints decried his decision to stand. Complain of old joints to me, you will not, youngling he said, harumphing back onto the pathway as Ben replaced his tabards, obi, belt, and boots. The two walked towards the rooftop doors, with a magnificent sunset blooming beside them, carefully calculated in Coruscant's weather offices. I'm not sure what my next step should be, Master, Ben admitted as they walked. There's too much to say, to do. I don't know where to begin. Time the Force has given us. Time we will take, hmm? As they approached the long stairwell back down to the upper levels, Yoda waved Ben over with a curled claw. Ben dutifully reached out an arm and let his great-grandmaster climb up onto his back, small green arms wrapping around his neck. Agree with younger joints, these steps do. Ben smiled. Age matters not, master. Yoda tapped him on the head, a bit roughly, with the ball of his cane. Hypocrisy, you preach. Respect your elders, you always have. What happened? Hmm? Obi-Wan shrugged. The future, he said. Age showed in his voice, but it mattered not. Always in motion, the future is, Yoda reminded him by his ear. Mysterious are the ways of the Force, 
but not without guidance, are you, Master? Sometimes carry each other, we must, to reach a common goal. Yoda tapped Ben's shoulder as they came to the bottom of the stairs, and the taller knight bent over and helped him off his back. Carry your burdens alone? You must not, Yoda instructed. If alone, the Force wished you to relive this darkening future. Bring you here? It would not have. Hmm? Ben nodded. Inhale, exhale. No, he wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. It was comforting knowledge, but it was a concept you would have to relearn. He fell into step with Master Yoda once more, and they walked together in silence. A few knights and Padawans turned their heads to look at Ben's grass-stained trousers, and Ben decided that he didn't much care. They passed by the initiate's sparing dojo, where two dozen young Jedi were learning Shishou's dances. A few turned to beam at Master Yoda as he passed. The old master chuckled. The heart of a Jedi, the blade is, he recited idly, turning a keen eye up to Ben's face. Practicing unusual katas, I hear you have been. Ben raised his eyebrows in chagrin. I was unaware Master Windu was in the business of soliciting gossip. Gossiping? No. Yoda waved a hand. Likes to complain to his old master. Vexing? It is. Even so, curious, I was to hear that Master Kenobi practices katas, unknown by even Mace Windu. He allowed a hint of masterly pride in his eyes. Developed his own form? He has. Known saber play better than all others? He does. All except for you, Master. Yoda smiled at that. Except for me, he agreed. See these katas? I would. Ben hesitated and said, You will not recognize them, Master. And why is that? Because I created them, Master. He glanced down at his companion, who stopped in his tracks, an uncharacteristically surprised look on his face. He smiled and tapped his cane on the ground with finality. See them I must, Master Kenobi. Ben bowed slightly at the waist. As you wish, Master... It was difficult to find private teaching dojos at this time of day when all the Padawans were out of the classes and holed away with their masters for instruction and katas. So it was in one of the larger communal senior dojos that Ben gave Master Yoda a demonstration. He'd based these katas on Sarisu and performed them in the swirling sands of Tatooine. It was the desert weather that gave them their shape. Not focused and structured like the rock-hard Form 3, they twisted and turned, lunged and rolled like the wisps of sand dune when he moved through the steps, forever worn, never beaten, falling and rising until the twin sun set. His blade whirled in front of him, and back to the side, burning airborne glass, protecting him from the onslaught of the coming sandstorm. His stance was Ataru, his blade was Sorisu, but the line of his body and the graceful turns and rolls were something all his own. Hmm, Yoda alerted him when he'd come to a stopping point. A visitor we have. Ben was grateful for the notice. He tended to get very wrapped up in these katas. They were a mental exercise as much as they were physical. Master Yoda's consideration earned him a grateful nod. The visitor was none other than Sin Dralik, Obi-Wan's old saber instructor. That's very impressive, the long-haired man said, circling around Ben to stand by Master Yoda. He eyed Ben with a masterful look. I've never seen a variant on Form 3 quite like it. Created? He did. Yoda piped up. Really? Sin glanced between the two and let out an airy laugh. Must have been living under a rock when you did. He addressed Ben with an air of humor. I would have remembered seeing it in the Solis. You're closer to the mark than you might imagine, Ben chuckled. I was in the outer rim. 
It was refreshing to tell the plain truth. Really? Well, I commend your dedication, Master... Sin extended his hand. Mm -hmm. A watchman retired from his remote post? Master Kenobi is, Yoda provided. Master Dralik faltered. Kenobi, you say? Ben chuckled. Yes, I believe you know my nephew, Obi-Wan. Nephew? Sin exclaimed, a smile growing on his face. They shook hands. Well, isn't that something? You must have been stuck in the rim for some time. Had I known there were two Kenobis under the roof, I'd have you in with the initiate sooner. An affinity for saber play must run in the family. You flatter me, Master Dralik. Ben smiled. Then the realization hit him. Although I admit I haven't actually seen Obi-Wan fight before. Which was an odd prospect. To see himself fight. To see his younger self fight, with all the inexperience and sloppy guard that that entailed. He's a solid duelist, Sin praised. And growing incredibly proficient in Ataru. Hmm. Ben smiled, recalling those days of flips and twists and showy blade work. I've studied a bit myself, he said. It shows. A match between the two of you would be quite the spectacle. Master Dralik chuckled darkly in the way only a long-suffering teacher could. You could teach the boy a thing or two for me, I'm sure. Ben laughed. Master Yoda had turned his attention elsewhere. Hmm. Burning your ears were, Padawan Kenobi. The other two masters turned, and Obi-Wan, who'd stepped quietly into the dojo moments before, turned bright red. Well, now his ears were burning. Um, no, master. My apologies. Sarah said I could find you here. Oh, yes. Do you need something? Sin asked. The training dojos, doubtless whence Obi-Wan had come, were his domain. Um, Obi-Wan looked bashful once more. My master asked me to tell you that the exterior wall of training room Besh Art 5-1... Seems to have been damaged. This made Ben snort. Masterful use of the passive voice. Obi-Wan glowered. I see. Master Dralek bit his lip to keep from smiling. Damaged how, exactly? A lightsaber strike? Or three? I might have surmised as much. One of them. Obi-Wan resisted fidgeting, but still shuffled his left foot. There is a distinct possibility that the weapon was near full power at the time of the strikes. Master. How near? Two ticks under, Master? Sin Dralik let out a deep sigh. <sighs> I see. I don't suppose you would know what irresponsible Jedi would have his saber set so high in the junior dojo, would you, Master Kenobi? Sin turned to Ben. Either a prodigy or a suicidal maniac, Ben surmised. He shrugged. But prodigies are not usually wont to slaughter defenseless walls. Sin laughed. Well said. He turned to Obi-Wan, who was blushing scarlet behind his diplomatic mask. Very well, young Kenobi. Your offense has been duly noted. I will call up the repair droids and they will see the carnage as soon as they can. In the meantime, I suppose your master expects me to give you a whipping for this? Obi-Wan bit his lip. There was no safe way to answer that. Sin smiled at the boy's tact. Lucky for me, I've got something far better in mind. He waved the boy further into the room and gestured to Ben. Go three rounds with your uncle here, and I shall return you to your master. Obi-Wan and Ben raised their eyebrows and looked at each other at the same time. Ben shrugged. Obi-Wan tried to hide his trepidation. He hadn't seen Ben fight before, but if the mischievous light in Master Dralek's eyes was anything to go by, he must have been bloody good. Which was, in a roundabout sort of way, flattering, but, in the moment, mostly terrifying. Low power, not training mode, if you please. Sin smirked. Yoda chuckled when Obi-Wan looked over to his instructor with betrayal in his eyes. 
Serves you right, Sin shot back, finding a seat for himself and Master Yoda at the edge of the floor. Begin when ready. Obi-Wan ignited his saber first. Ben followed suit. A moment of hesitation, encouraging nods of the heads to each other, and they began. The first round was experimental, and neither of them was trying very hard to win. They were merely teasing out their differences. Obi-Wan was offensive, Ben defensive. Obi-Wan relied on speed and acrobatics, Ben was a reactive fighter, passive and reliant on deft footwork. Obi-Wan had a shorter reach than Ben, but he also had the energy of a 16-year-old. Ben, however, had the eye of a master and decades of experience on his side. The first match ended when Ben flicked Obi-Wan's defense out of the way and landed a soft burn on the apprentice's arm. Obi-Wan hissed, and Ben made no apology. Thus goaded, Obi-Wan fell to it in earnest. Ben went easy on him. All masters did, at some point, learn the art of challenging a student without absolutely wiping the floor with them. Restraint was a Jedi virtue, and it was only by restraint of the master that the apprentice could learn to excel. Even so, Ben's restraint was so obvious, so easy and taunting, that it only prompted Obi-Wan into a more ferocious attack. His defense was infuriating. It was so simple, but always there. Oppressively offensive a form as Ataru was, Obi-Wan felt as though he should have some advantage. However, Ben's footwork was making it so that Obi-Wan was not pressing attack so much as he was being led around by a leash to whichever corner of the dojo most pleased his opponent's whims. Careful. Ben even warned when Obi-Wan almost turned directly into his opponent's blade. The apprentice attempted a slash at Ben's thigh, which the master quickly redirected in a wide twirl so that Obi-Wan's own saber nearly took off his nose. Ben laughed at him and, when Obi-Wan overshot his next downward slash, hit first the boy's hand and then his knee. Obi-Wan hissed in pain. Match, called Master Dralik from the sidelines. Oh no, that just wasn't fair. Now you know how the wall feels, said a familiar baritone. The two Kenobis turned to see Qui-Gon leaning against the wall near Sin and Yoda. He smiled. Ready? Sin called their attention back. They turned to each other and raised their salutes, Ataru and Sarisu. Begin. The last match was the longest. Ben's concentration was put off by Quirgon's sudden arrival, and Obi-Wan's frustration was, in a departure from habit, helping him maintain focus. Ben still outmatched Obi-Wan a hundred to one, but the show of skill in the three-minute window before Ben landed his touch was impressive. Obi-Wan leaping and diving, Ben dodging and rolling, employing some of the moves from his sand dune katas. At the very end, Obi-Wan unleashed a barrage of the most deadly Mikashi strikes he knew, and Ben matched them stroke for stroke, without even thinking. When Obi-Wan's repertoire ran out, Ben flicked his wrist and sent Obi-Wan's saber skittering across the ground. This time, he did not strike the boy, but let him feel the heat of the lightsaber millimeters under his chin. Sola, Obi-Wan said, breathing heavily. Ben retracted his saber and bowed. Obi-Wan retrieved his weapon and bowed back. Thank you, Master Kenobi, he said stiffly. It was an odd sensation to be beaten so thoroughly by yourself. Sin Dralek was beaming. Fantastic, well done, both of you, he exclaimed and came to examine Obi-Wan's injuries. Superficial, he decided upon seeing the singed skin. Backed us in the shower rooms. Off you go. He smacked the apprentice into a light trot. Teach you to watch the power regulator next time, he called after the sweaty youth. Obi-Wan sighed out a tired breath as he went. Yes, master. An impressive show indeed. Qui-Gon stepped forward, an unusually open expression of respect in his eyes. I was unaware that you specialized in Ceriso, Master Kenobi. 
Ben shrugged, calling a hand towel from the neat stack by the door and wiping his face. I've been known to favor it, yes. But to Tauro as well. Master Dralek crossed his arms. Your master must have had his hands full with that mix. Ben chuckled, daring a glance at Qui-Gon's face. My master specialized in Ataru, actually. I didn't begin studying Cerisa until after he, uh, um, he faltered, panting through the frequently recited explanation and realizing too late that he'd said more than he should have. I, uh, I didn't study Cerisa until after I was knighted, he backpedaled, shrugging. And then I was off to the rim, and, well, here I am. Oh, Sin said and frowned. Who was your master? I, uh... Ben stuttered again, realizing suddenly that he had no answer. How had the Council's cover story missed that gaping hole in his fictional biography? Train this Kenobi, I did, Master Drellick. Yoda stepped forward. Truly, the Master said and scoffed good-naturedly. You really oughtn't keep all the talent in one family, Masters, he admonished, smiling at Ben. When Obi-Wan earns his stripes, your lineage will leave the rest of us completely in the dust. He bowed to the company. Until then, I'll have to see if I can't find a droid to repair his negligence. A good night to you all, masters, he bid as he left the dojo floor. With your leave, Master Yoda, Ben said after a brief pause, feeling droplets of sweat run down his back. I might go rinse off before the evening meal. Of course, a privilege to watch you it was, Master Kenobi. Thank you. Ben bowed deeply. I reflect only my master's teachings, of course. He teased at the newest facade, but looked more meaningfully at Qui-Gon Jinn. When Ben left for the showers, Yoda and Qui-Gon stood alone together in the dojo. If I didn't teach him Surisu, Qui-Gon wondered aloud, who did? Obi-Wan's words echoed in his head. Until after my master... Until after he what? He did not like being around Ben, it was true. He liked it even less when Obi-Wan was around Ben for any great length of time but that did not preclude him from being drawn in by the curiosity of his appearance. Hmm. Yoda's eyes roamed to the doorway through which Ben had left. Mysterious, your former apprentice is. Qui-Gon glared with reactionary displeasure at the notion of former apprentice, but said nothing. Understandably so. Time the Force has given us. Time we will give him. Far more like you he is than you may think, Qui-Gon. Oh? Stubborn he is. Alone, he thinks himself to be, separate from the body of the Order, the Council. Qui-Gon glanced down his nose at the older master, who chuckled. True, you know this to be. Convince Ben Kenobi to share his insights with us, we must. But first convince him that he can share his insights, we will. I'm not sure I understand, master, Qui-Gon admitted. Ben had seemed more or less at ease since those first few days had passed. As far as Qui-Gon knew, he'd spent most of the subsequent weeks watering his plants, meditating, brewing tea, and reading. It was hardly the routine of a neurotic shut-in. Trust? Master Yoda elaborated. Whether he can trust you, trust me. Know that Master Kenobi does not. Need support? He does. Friends? It was an uncommon word to hear from the lips of a revered senior master, what with the scent of attachment intertwined with its meaning. Yoda used it without shame. Alone, he has come from the future. Return to tomorrow alone, he should not, for all our sakes. He made it sound so foreboding, Qui-Gon thought. Yoda leaned on his gimmer stick as he walked away, eyes fixed straight ahead. Important to the galaxy is your former apprentice. Important to the Order. Important to the Force. But important to himself, he is not.
Lack confidence, he does. Help him in this, you will. Me, master? Hmm. Abandon not your pupils. Yoda continued on the path while Qui-Gon stood and watched him go. By turning away one, lose both, you may. Yoda turned and glanced to where Obi-Wan was making his way out of the showers, tunic sticking to places where he'd smeared Bacta. May the force be with you, Master Jin. Yoda bid. Obi-Wan came up beside the taller man moments later, damp hair smelling of the plain soap stocked in the dojo showers. Master, are you all right? He asked, seeing Qui-Gon's troubled expression. Yes, of course, he said, and decided to change the topic of conversation. Are you hungry, Padawan? Obi-Wan smiled. Always, Master. In times of doubt, the consistency of adolescent appetite was bizarrely comforting. Good. Let us endeavor to not burn any of the refectory walls.